Hallelujah. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. The message this afternoon is a continuation of the Dominion Partners Annual Conference theme, namely, The Secret of Good Success. In the course of this message, I will, by God's grace, answer the barrage of questions have been asked since the recent appointments made by Mr. President, President Muhammadu Buhari. Hopefully, after this afternoon message, we all gain a heart of understanding and let God be God in our lives and in our nation in Jesus' mighty name. I can't hear you say amen. If you are bold, let me see your hand if you are disappointed by the appointments. If you are bold enough. Stand to your feet. If you are disappointed by that appointment. Okay, thank you very much, citizens. Sit down. If you are neutral, let me see your hand. You don't care. Doesn't bother you. Thank you. If you can't explain your feelings. The subject of our contemplation this afternoon is John chapter 3 verse 27. I would like to please ask for the permission of a well-respected elder in the house, Brother Bimbola Ladapo. And to help me, uh, to allow me uh, to use this uh, scripture. Because when he nearly got born again, if you ask him to pray, this is the only scripture he knew. He became his one and only. So at the end of the day, in the heavenlies, he has a copyright. Do I have your permission, sir? Thank you. John chapter 3 verse 27 reads, and I quote, 
A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. So the subject of our contemplation this afternoon is no man can receive anything except it is given him from heaven. See that with me? No man. The way you are saying it, you're not sure. No No man can receive anything except it is given him from heaven. For the purpose of this message, I consider that we should take a spiritual excursion to the household of Jesse so that we can see and learn how God took his youngest son, his eighth child, David, from following the little ears into shepherding the nation. You will recall that during the just concluded Dominion Partners Annual Conference, we established the one and only lifelong desire of David. That lifelong desire is recorded in Psalm 27, verse number 4. Psalm 27, verse number 4. He reads, and we quote, One thing, I said we quote, One thing I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. For how long? I can't hear you. For how long? Say it loud. This guy definitely has no job. Because if you have a job, you will not stand and say, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. But we know he had a job. So he must be saying things we don't understand yet. Okay, let's read again. Ready, read. From the beginning. One thing I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire 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 in his temple. The irony of this request that constituted his only lifelong dream Lifelong desire. The irony of it is there was no temple in Israel. Until Solomon built one after the death of his father David, there was no physical temple in Israel. So my question this afternoon is simple. Which temple was David talking about? You will recall in First Chronicles chapter 29, because of his strong desire, God eventually gave him the pattern for the temple. 
but he didn't build it. At best, he erected a tent inside which he brought the ark of the covenant of the God of Israel. And that was called, from where it was taken, was called a tabernacle. There was no temple. And he said, I would like to inquire lifelong from the temple. Before I answer the question, I will answer it. Before I answer it, let me first establish what I call the order of the beginning. Say that with me. The order of the beginning. The order of the beginning. What is the meaning of this order? What does it say? The order of the beginning simply states, whatever does not begin from heaven cannot take root or have lasting impact in the earth. Whatever does not begin from or in heaven cannot take root or have lasting impact in the earth. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 is the order of the beginning. Genesis 1 1. Ready? Read with me. In the beginning, God. There was nothing before him and there will be nothing after him. He is the beginning himself. And yet he has no beginning. He is the ending and yet he has no ending. He is the alpha. He is the omega. He is the first. He is the last. He is the beginning and the ending. Listen. In the beginning, God created what? The heavens. And what? And the earth. That's the order, that's the protocol that whatever is going to have lasting impact on this earth and whatever is going to last long and take root and bear fruit must first begin in heaven before it comes to the earth. This includes everything, especially the governance of nations. That spiritual protocol, that order of the beginning, includes everything, especially the governance of nations. I'll give you three examples. I'll give you an example of King David, the same man who said, my only desire is to dwell in the, day, in the house of the Lord all life long and to behold his beauty and to inquire of him in his temple. Let's see how David became king. Because you are students of the Bible and you, you, you've heard the Lord and you've learned a lot for yourself, did David know he was king? Did David know he would become a king? No. Was his father a king? No. 
Were there princes in his family? Was he, was he old enough to even be considered? No. So, 1 Samuel chapter 15. Jesse was not there. David was not there. His brothers were not there. Something happened behind the scene. It was between Samuel and Saul. First Samuel fifteen, twenty-four to twenty-eight. Then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, so I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words, because I fear the people. Call them cartel, call them cabal, that's your headache, because I fear the people and obey their voice. Now, therefore, please pardon my sin and return with me that I may worship the Lord. But Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. And as Samuel turned around to go away, Saul seized the edge of his robe. The same that the woman with the issue of blood touched and got healed. It's the same thing that Saul touched and got executed. Electricity will either electrify or electrocute. Do you understand me? It depends on handling. And please don't start thinking thoughts in your head that I know who is thinking, talking about. It's not your business. I will mention specifically what I'm saying. No guesswork. And as Samuel turned around to go away, Saul sees the edge of his robe and it tore. And I, so Samuel said to him, the Lord has turned the kingdom of Israel from you today. And has given it to a neighbor of yours who is better than you. Tell your neighbor, better days are ahead. Better Better people are about to come. There will be better days in Nigeria. In the mighty name of Jesus. Don't you think that the president has the, 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 the sole prerogative of choosing his personal staff? Why should that give you a headache? Will you be working with those you don't know or you, you don't understand their language? This is prerogative. I will not lose sleep over that. Lies, let him hire monkey or, 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 or baboon. As long as he has granite or, or, or banana, whatever they eat. It's his prerogative. That's not sounding well. You're not accepting that. It's not going down well with you because you are upset, because you are not upset. 
eventually that which Samuel spoke to Saul he had no means of power of bringing it to pass you don't get that he had said to him the kingdom is turned away from your hand and it's given to your neighbor who is better than you but he could not execute it or bring it to pass because he was not the king so he went to his house quietly and to show his heart towards the king king Saul he began to intercede for him if by chance by chance God in his mercy would change what he had said First Samuel 15.10 Listen to what God told Samuel. Now the word of the Lord came to Samuel saying I greatly regret that I have set up Saul as king for he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. And he grieved Samuel and he cried out to the Lord all night. So who told Samuel, I regret appointing him. Now, whatever would take place on earth must begin in heaven. So the rejection of Saul began from that day. Samuel was only interceding in case God would change his mind. But God is no man that he would lie, neither the son of man that he would change his mind. As he said it, will he not do it? Samuel then came to communicate what God had said to Saul. And he had to look for nice language to say to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the father of rams. Rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft, king. You have become a witch. Manipulating things in your kingdom and not following instruction. Was at that instant that he said, the people, the people, the people. No president or king will stand before God and say, people made me do it, and he will go scot-free. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To whom much is given, much is required. That's why whenever a king, a premier, a prime minister makes a decision, do you understand me? The buck ends on his table, your headache cannot fix anything. Your anger cannot fix anything. Your being grieved cannot help anything. If you know, look, when the news broke and those starting people, do you know what I've done? The ones I knew among them, I sent them congratulatory messages. You want me to lose my sleep? To lose my calm? Is my destiny in any man's hand? If I expect God to do it, why am I looking unto man? He will use anyone he will use. He will do what he will do at the time he wants to do it and nobody can stop him. So I do not allow my tongue or my mouth to work in different directions. Ask Mrs. B if we have discussed it once. 
She did not even see it until yesterday. <clears throat> the breaking news, said, oh, I only saw what you sent to my phone. I said, that's it, I just want you to be aware. That was all. All right? When God was now ready, he sent Samuel on another errand. First Samuel chapter 16. First Samuel 16 verse number 1. When you are sober, I know. Saying, how is he going to navigate through these uncharted waters? I have my GPS. God, the Holy Spirit. Now the Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn? That he he said to Saul what he said did not mean he was rejoicing. If you were Samuel, you wrote the constitution for the monarchy. You set it before the king. You knew the process you went through before he was selected. You knew what God said. How many will give birth to a child and let a child drown? It was part of the process. That's what you don't understand. And people think, oh, this man must have eaten something. Better don't misuse your tongue. Another pastor called me all the way from Abuja. I said, Pastor, I'm telling you, it's time, it's time to march against Abuja. And people trust your leadership. And I said, no problems. Let me ask him first. I'll get back to you. I glean wisdom from a former president of the Senate of the Federal Republic of Nigeria and from the Speaker of the House, Ken Inamani and Masari, the current governor of Katsina State. They bought into what we were doing at the same Nigeria group. They attended our strategy session. And I pointed at both of them, if you truly believe this, here's your own t-shirt. Save Nigeria group t-shirt. Let's march together. Professor Wallace Wingard marched with us. General Lania Kriyadeh marched with us. You two join us. And distinguished Senator Kanin Manamani said to me, Pastor, you don't understand. We once presided over that house. We cannot march against it. We will go and walk inside. And we get result. But the house, he has presided over the house, I have presided over the Senate. We cannot be on the street marching against the institution. We have helped him build it. You don't use your hand to destroy what you have built. wants to march against worry, you are free. But what will he produce? Let's patiently endure. At best wait for four years or wait upon God to give us the direction. Once we lay hold of what heaven is saying, we are ready to roll. Until then, remember the protocol of the beginning. If it does not happen in heaven, is a waste of time on earth. You will just develop unnecessary bellyache, heartache, and in the process of going up and down, I pray you don't die before your time. Amen. I did not march 
in 2010 because it was a good idea. I'd never marched before then apart from university days. But Almighty God spoke to me and I gathered people I never met before and they all submitted to my leadership and we did what we needed to do and we finished with that. God receives all the glory and praise that Nigeria did not go down the drain and with the working of inside of some people who are members and us working outside, we got a doctrine of necessity that was not part of our law. But to jump out again is not to ask God before pursuing the Philistines a second time. If there are no footsteps going upon Mulberry Tree, they will eat you for breakfast. Do you understand me? Let no member of this church or sound Christian in his mind begin to get agitated, worried, and anxious over nothing. So the day came when God said, Now which I said to you that I regret, I want to effect a change. 1 Samuel 16, beginning from verse 1. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I'm sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite. And Samuel said to Saul, I mean, Samuel said to God, You may not know how things function on earth. We are my bodyguards. Where is the security that will follow me? Saul will kill me. Because there cannot be two kings in the same domain. If you think there can be two kings, go back to Matthew chapter 2, when the wise men said, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? How many lives were slaughtered for that one statement? There cannot be two kings in the same domain. If it is not your turn, stay where you are. When it's your turn, nobody will sit down to you show up. Let me read a little more. For I provided myself a king among his sons. And someone said, how can I go? If Saul's here, it will kill me. But the Lord said, take a heaver with you and say, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Was the Lord teaching him how to lie? I remember the Sunday school where the teacher was teaching on the scene of lying and he asked the children, what is a lie? One little boy lifted up his hand and said, a lie is abomination unto God, but sometimes a very present help in time of need. (laughs) If you have never lied before, lift up your hand. (laughs) Why did you lie? (laughs) <laughs> but God cannot lie He was giving him what is called A divine deter You will still sacrifice That's not the only thing you are going to do It's in the process of doing that sacrifice That you do this So if they ask you what have you come to do Just say I've come to sacrifice Because you will actually Sacrifice. Let me read. 
Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice. Did he sacrifice or not? And I will show you what you shall do. You shall not anoint for me the one I name to you. Did God know who will be king? Yes. Did God know there were eight sons in the house? Yes. Did he tell the prophet first? No. The day you know everything that God knows, you become God. The secret thing belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we might walk the walk of this law. The reason God gives them to you in piecemeal is because you are not omniscient. You cannot handle and process some of the things. So he did not give him the name of the guy. And he went to the house. You know the rest of the story. Need I waste your time? And the moment Jesse was invited, they said, this is the day. One of your sons is going to be the next king. He was not a member of PDP. He was not a member of APC. When God shows up, he does not take sides. He takes over. Yes, sir. He quickly dressed up his best seven. He said, there is no way one of these ones will not be the king. I can imagine them in their tuxedos or whatever Jewish people wore back then. So the first band came for the parade. And as he showed up before Samuel, the prophet missed it big time. Say to your neighbor, the best of men, best of men are still men, men, are the very best. Say it loud, the best of men, best of men are still men, men, are the very best. So allow your president to make his own mistakes. God willing, if there are mistakes, he will learn from them. And I pray he has a mortal courage to make changes when he discovers that this is a blunder. Eliab stood before him and said, Surely the anointed of the Lord is before him. And God says, Stop it. Salesman. What you know now has hindered you from the revelation I'm supposed to give you. What you know you have read from the letter is that the firstborn has double portion is affecting you I do not look at externalities I look inside I have refused him his heart is not right and then the parade of the second and then the third and then the fourth and then the fifth and then the sixth and then the seventh pam 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 their candles were blown off no I refused him no I received how can you have seven children none of them is good Samuel himself got confused. His question showed it. Uh, Jesse, what is this street address? Is this number 41 Bishop or Rubiodu? Street GRA in Kenya. Is this Amazing Grace Villa? Yes, my Lord, it is. Oh, okay. Are these all the sons you have? I said, there is one left. But it talks like sheep, it smells like sheep, it takes care of the sheep. He's over there with the sheep. Uh, he said, We will not sit down until he comes. When your day comes, even elders will not sit. Amen. 
If you are asking for a front row and they are not calling you there, you are an idiot. Because they would demote you and say, go and sit over there and you'll be disgraced. But when your day comes, even if you are sitting in the gallery, they will call you by name and wait for you. I told you my story in Russia, didn't I? I followed Dr. Somra there. My first time in Moscow. It was, I was going to have a fantastic program in Lagos, the Weekend of Miracles. The printer, the flyers, they distributed the flyers. Dr. Somra called me from the blues. Tunde, yes, Papa. You are, you are with me in Moscow this weekend. Bye. <laughs> I said, God Almighty. So I picked my phone. Oh, Luz. Yes, sir. We are expecting you are preaching the weekend of miracles. Bye. <laughs> you do me, I do you. God, no vex. My father did me, I did it. I said, arrange with all your colleagues. You are the ones preaching it. We went to Moscow. We got to Moscow. We were well received. We were staying at Marriott Hotel. It was a fantastic time. And the conference began. A three-day conference. The conference began. And Dr. Sumra acknowledged every man of God that came with him except me. He called them by name. People clapped for them. To compound the matter, I was the only black. <laughs> And thoughts began to rise in my mind. Is Papa truly a man of God? Because <laughs> why am I being tolerated here? I will be, by now they will be celebrating me in Lagos. The second day we came in the evening. Again. He acknowledged those who have been there before and those who have just joined and skipped me. Ah, by this time my whole mind was totally messed up I'm being honest with you I said this is the last trip I will ever go with you again I love you as my father but you have showed me that the color of my skin is an issue so the final day came I said I know what to do I will help carry his bible so I carried his bible And when he was going on the platform to the, I said, I'll carry it for you, sir. I helped him to carry it and put it. I said, do you see my face? He still did not mention my name. So it was dinner time when we closed. I just went to my room. What, 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 what am I doing here? At 3 a.m. in the morning, my phone rang. It was his grandson who called me. He said, Grandpa wants to see you. I said, sure? He said, yes. He's still awake? Yes, he said, he's been attending to people. <laughs> I rushed into my clothes because I was already sleeping. <laughs> he sent for me, sir. He said, yes. You're upset because I did not mention your name. I said, me. (laughs) (laughs) 
me. I didn't say yes, I didn't say I said me. <laughs> he said, You are upset. But it is deliberate. That you are not mentioned does not mean you are not loved. None of the people I mentioned is going to receive what you are about to receive. And he placed a letter in my hand. The Indiana Christian University has decided to confer the doctorate degree of ministry over you. Congratulations, son. I went back weeping. He said, when your day comes, you will not need to punch your chest to try to push. They will dig you out from the crowd. It was the last certificate he signed on planet Earth before he went to heaven. David was left with the sheep. Did he have an idea Samuel came? I don't care. I don't know. But when they went to call him, he had no time to change. He still came in smelling like sheep. Surround yourself with the people you're on the same mission with. And as soon as he showed up in the room, God spoke to Samuel. Arise. He was standing already. Arise there means every unction in you that makes you function properly in the office of the prophet. Arise and anoint him. This is the one. And immediately the spirit of the Lord came upon him. He was anointed in the midst of his brethren. And an evil spirit. From the presence of the Lord. Came upon Saul. Obayawiri. Obayawiri. He cannot make right decisions. There is no amount of prayer you can pray except you are not about Yahweh. Do you understand me? But God has a way of introducing the anointed to the ex-anointed. So they had to look for David, a man who had competence in one area of his life called playing the harp. Skillful. First Chronicles chapter 12, verses 22 and 23. First Chronicles chapter 12, verses 22 and 23. That he was anointed king did not mean he would just take the throne. He has to go through process. God took him from the wilderness of Zim <laughs> into the cave of Adullam. And into different places to purge him to kill the soul that was in David. After he had taken him to the house of the king and he had saw that he had become mad, he fled for his life. The process began. No process, no progress. But here, in order to fulfill God's word, he had to raise an army to do it. At that time, they came to David day by day to help him. And it was a great army like the army of God. Now these were the numbers of the divisions that were killed for war and came to David at Hebron to turn over the kingdom of Saul to him. How? According to the word of the Lord. I don't care how much money you have amassed. 
is not according to the word of the Lord, what you have stolen is about to be returned to the owners. Do you understand this? Did President Jonathan look like a president? Did he want to be governor? Did he want to be deputy governor? Within 10 years, he became president of Nigeria. Why? It's called Kadara. Akole. Verse 38 to 40, 1 Chronicles 12, 38 to 40. All these men of war, they were part of the army of Saul before. All these men of war who could keep ranks came to Hebron with what heart? With a loyal heart to make David king over all Israel and all the rest of Israel were one mind to make David king. When that day comes, there will be the one coming to you. Amen. But if you lose your cool now and little things begin to irritate you, that you begin to misuse your tongue, then you disconnect from heaven. Wow. Let me leave David alone because of time. I may continue next week, if you don't mind. Let's consider another king. Are you game? His name? King? Adonijah, he reigned for less than a day. <laughs> First Kings chapter 1 verse 1 to 10. First Kings <laughs> chapter 1 verse 1 to 10. Now King David was old. So if you can just be patient. Your turn will come. All you need is patience. God has spoken. He would do it in the fullness of of time. At his own time. It does not matter who occupies any position. There are zeros pretending to be heroes. There are space holders. Not space owners. Now King David was all advancing years and they put covers on him but he could not get warm. Therefore his servant said to him, let a young woman, a virgin, be sought for our lord the king and let her stand before the king and let her care for him and let her lie in your bosom that our lord the king may be warm. Two are better than one. This is, where the, this is the one they are talking about. Okay. So they sought for a lovely young woman throughout all the territory of Israel and found Abishag, the Shunammite, and brought her to the king. Remember the great woman of Shunem? Good, good people come from that area. So when you're looking for a wife, as you're trusting God, be looking at areas where good people come from. Okay, I've, tra- I've started trouble. <laughs> Back in my hometown, there was a masquerade that would sing, and you would know where not to go look for a wife. The masquerade's name was Agbejapa. Only Ile Moshua Nishakma, 
so de keni le won oba ni mode la sewo ti wa ile mo she is a woman who gets married and returns to her parents home is that the any be the in shapon the in shodeke where i came from and truly when i had the song i look all around us and i say oh ile mo shupon bi lo do they can't stand any pressure they returning to their father's homes you know what led them into marriage beauty you know what sent them back to their father's house lack of character oh. but they look for a shunamite woman the young woman was very lovely and she cared for the king and served him but the king did not know her battery to knock engine to knock on oh, to knock it happens I tell you women if you want lay Come on go come on come on go come on You better be careful <laughs> Okay This is not family life conference let me face what I'm doing <laughs> Then uh, at that time when David was old and vulnerable but he was taking Then Adonijah the son of Agit exalted himself. Who exalted him? Himself. What's going to happen? Those who humble themselves shall be and those who exalt themselves shall be humiliated. Period. Shall be humbled. Put humiliation there. Then Adonijah the son of Agit exalted himself saying, "I will be king." and he prepared for himself chariots and horsemen and 50 men to run before him who did this before absalom so he was borrowing technology of failure and his father had not rebuked him at any time by saying why have you done so he was also very good looking his mother had born him after absalom so he's following the order of absalom Then he confer with Joab the son of Zeruiah with Abiathar the priest and they follow and help Adonijah. Can you see clusterings here and there now? In Yoruba land some pretend to use the names that do not belong to them. Who is fooling who? You think the people can't see through? Or you think the king himself cannot see through? Have you forgotten Micaiah the son of Imla? When 400 prophets were saying, "Go, go! The Lord has delivered Ramagilia to you," what did the king say? He accepted. He said, "Thank you." When Micaiah, the son of Imla, came, he said, "Shall I go?" He said, "Go, go." He said, "How many times have I told you to always tell me the truth in the name of the Lord? The man you pretended before knows everything about you and all of you together. He knows the counterfeit from the genuine." Keep on fooling yourself. You don't get it by cunning craftiness. You get it according to the word. If it does not start from heaven, it cannot happen on earth. For Zadok the priest, Benaiah the son of Jehuda, Nathan the prophet, Shimei, Ray, and the mighty men who belong to David were not with Adonijah. Iludameji tobalemioshe. And Adonijah sacrificed sheep and oxen 
and fattened cattle by the stone of Sohilet, which is by Enrogel. He also invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the men of Judah, the king's servants. But he did not invite Nathan the prophet, Benaiah the mighty man, or Solomon his brother. He invited all his brothers but one. Why are you angry that we are not invited yet? One learned man was in my house till past 11. He said, I thank God I came to see you because I'm, I'm totally depressed. But I'm living better now. And then I was still in my study at 1 a.m., one of the former ministers called me and said, Sir, see what is happening. I said, What? Stand with the man. He's on a mission. Hello, can I go home? No, <laughs> Can you handle it? Are you sure? Yes. You know, get your own Bible too. Make you not study them. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today. But it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. This message will continue in a subsequent episode. I pray that the truth you have embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye for now.